Hi, and welcome back to Startup Stories, the podcast brought to you by the nerd entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Daniel, and today I wanted to share a particularly special episode with you. Particularly special to me because for once I was on the other side of the microphone, being interviewed by my good friend Oliver about how we are producing this very podcast. Oliver is a founder himself, and him and his team were wondering whether it would make sense to launch a podcast to share their knowledge and experience with their customers and audience. He contacted me and agreed to record our conversation, where we covered topics like why should you start a podcast, how much time goes into the production of an episode, how do we distribute our podcast, what types of marketing works best for us, how do we focus on a niche to stand out from the crowd. Having this conversation with Oliver was so much fun and I'm super excited to share it with you now. Enjoy. Be prepared. So, uh, hello, my name is Oliver. I'm one of the founders of the company Dot Consulting. We are based in Switzerland. We are doing consulting in the area of organizational development and agile methods. And we do a lot of social media. We are huge fans of doing a lot of marketing, delivering content in our blog. And I'm a listener of Daniel's podcast, and I wanted to ask him some questions because for us it would be really interesting to maybe go also with a podcast because I heard a lot that the audience is very cool and we can reach more people with our content. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask him some questions. Well, I'm looking forward to your questions. Yeah, thanks for, just, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, I will just start with it. For sure. me, it would be interesting. Why should actually a company start the podcast? Hmm. Well, there's um, there's a lot of reasons why you should start a podcast. Uh, of course, there's a lot of reasons why not as well. But but I I feel the the reasons for are, are very interesting. First of all. Podcast is a is a is a medium that's growing, so there's more and more listeners um, jumping to podcasts. And one reason um, I see is that it's way more time efficient um, to consume the content compared to video or text. So if you imagine text and video, you need um, you need to watch the content, you need to be focused on the screen. And with audio, you can be on the bus, you can be driving even. So there's a lot more situations that people can listen to you and it requires less attention. So um, that's something that I, as a podcast listener myself, really, really like about podcasts. And I see it also other people um, telling me that. Also, it's easier to produce consistently than blogs and, and videos. I mean, just for our podcast, we started by producing videos and, and podcasts at the same time. And the the video production took so much time that we decided, and, and the return was, the thing with, with content, you need to be very consistent over a long period of time for it to show um, any interesting results. 
So you really need to think about how efficient it is and can you be consistent. And we just didn't manage to be consistent with video production, for example. Okay. Because the cutting of the video um, and the adding of the audio and and then uh, a 45-minute video. With video, you're kind of restricted to, to length because um, people like to watch short video. Um, so you need to cut the video a lot. So it's a lot of work. And with podcasts, people are... Podcast is a is a medium where that you where you can share long, long, uh, long content, so you can do it with way less work. Plus, okay. also, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, different uh, other positive things. I mean, we interview people, so we align ourselves with these people, with the brands of these people. If we interview entrepreneurs, um, and they share it in their in their uh, in their networks, you know, people um, associate us with them. And uh, you build a personal connection because, you know, in these interview formats for us, they're not scripted. Um, we prepare questions, but they're really natural. So so your audience gets to know you from from another angle, from a more personal angle. And uh, if you if you can keep up producing a podcast for, you know, once a week, um, mm-hmm. then you have you have one additional touch point with your audience audience per week which uh which yeah you know more touch points <laughs> the more touch points the better okay because i'm a huge fan of uh, one of these uh, german sales trainers he's called dirk kreuter and mm-hmm. i'm really uh, listening to a lot of his podcasts and he's doing actually what you did when you started he's just recording the videos and afterwards he just takes the audio from the videos so the podcast, I would say, is a bit earlier and then followed by the video. But I just saw and analyzed a bit his topics and how he does it. And I actually see if someone is a bit famous of his interview partners, he will actually focus more on the YouTube content. Mm. So maybe his reach is bigger. Yep. But I have no clue how much of an investment he needs to take because he now has about 50 employees. So I would say this will be a professional company doing all his video editing. So he's not touched by the time, actually. He just needs to spend a bit more money. Definitely. If you can, of course, you know, take one uh, one piece of content video and repurpose it as much as you can. Create, Create a podcast cut 20 videos out of it, uh, cut Instagram format videos out of it. You know, <laughs> you reuse the content as much as you can, but it's a lot of work. And so for us, we were two people working on a, on another startup. Um, uh, we didn't have the time. And I would say, I would say if you want to start something like that and you know, I mean, the most important thing is to be consistent and persistent. So the, the, you know, if you, if you post once a week for a year, after a year, you'll you'll see results that are you know more motivating. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to have that marathon mentality, and you do have a business to run on the side. So podcasting is not your main your main thing how you make money. So for us, it was really about being lean, and we yeah we cut the the video production out pretty fast after the first two episodes. Yeah. Because uh, we experienced the same uh, marathon mindset because we started blogging two times a week. 
Mm. And this is uh, really hard to get all the content together, yeah. to review it, then uh, pass it to someone who is just reading through and correcting all the mistakes, then styling it. So I know this from the blog side. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So for me, it would be interesting to talk a bit about the technical side of doing podcasts because... Uh, this is something which we do the same as you do. We need to run our business and the podcast production would be like a huge side project. So it would be interesting for me, how much time do you invest in an episode mm. after recording it? So the recording is as much as it takes, maybe half an hour, maybe an hour. But uh, what do you invest in the post-production? Yeah, so... so as I said, that, that has changed over time. So in the beginning and until quite recently, um, I did the, the editing of the audio, which uh, means cutting out long pauses, cutting out um, the M's, for example, that I do a lot, uh, <laughs> uh, filling words and, and really trying to make the audio as, you know, as fast as possible and as fast as, you know, that it still sounds nice. Um, at the same time, I was transcribing it to text, not word by word, but the main points, so that I could afterwards write the the show notes. It's called what you what you see in the podcast apps. You know, uh, a short intro. Um, what, what's what are the main points of the podcast, and and maybe some other links. And then um, my partner would write up based on on two pages that I wrote down. Would write up a blog post and that all in all would be around four to five hours for two people so yeah so that's a that's a lot of time um and now so of course we're learning um what we've decided now is that we won't edit the audio anymore just yeah. minimally if there's a if there's a 10 second break i will cut it out what do we do? We'll focus on uh, on how we ask the questions, on having less pauses, on on using less filling words. So these are things you can change on yourself to improve the the general um, the interview. Then mm -hmm. the the transcription and creating the show notes and the blog post. Um, I've I've delegated that you could say to to a freelancer. Mm -hmm. That is that does that exactly that so you can find you can find people like that on on fiverr.com or upwork or freelancer.com i don't know if that still exists and so i don't do any of that anymore i upload the episode and uh, that person creates the show notes and the blog post and we just started with that and you have to you have to you have to calculate some time in uh, for feedback and because that person doesn't know exactly how you want it so we're still working on that, um, but I'm saving a lot of time with that. And then what I'm just doing is doing the intro and the outro. Um, so I I do a short one two minute intro, what the episode is about, who the who the the founder is, and and an outro, um, you know, pointing out other links or, or or resources that might be useful for the listener. And then these minor adjustments to the to the blog post uh, and we just started with that. It's been two episodes and I think we got it down to, to around one hour of work for two people. So from four to five hours to one hour. 
Okay. Yeah, that would be uh, yeah reasonable time to invest because if you listen to a lot of podcasts, people always uh, focus on that the podcast is something raw. Yeah. So not cutting it. Uh, I think one of the examples was that someone is uh, just explaining a topic and then you hear just a doorbell ringing and someone is uh, entering the room with the breakfast and explaining uh, what the breakfast is all yeah. about. Then he leaves. So I think people expect these situations in a podcast or maybe a cat jumps on the microphone and you have to laugh. So I would minimize yeah yeah yeah, and, uh, yeah you you see more and more the trend also in in um for example facebook advertising um videos that videos that that are you know look raw and have been you know shot with an iphone and that have mistakes or the audio is not perfect that these perform way better than these you know perfect videos uh produced by by agents uh yeah agencies so the raw format is definitely an argument for for not editing the audio. Yeah, yeah. So that's what uh, I just read about and heard a lot about when I listen to podcasts. And for yeah. me, it's always a question. I'm a huge Apple fanboy, so I'm listening to podcasts. I've got an Apple Watch. When I go for a run, I now listen to to Apple podcasts. But there are a lot of people not listening to the Apple platform. So for me, it's yep. always a question. I saw other interviews distributing uh, this podcast over multiple platforms. Do it the yep. same and how you do this distribution to keep the workload really low. Yeah. So the distribution to, to, to the different platforms is very easy. Um, what you do, what you do need, is a is a host, so a, a company that has servers somewhere where you can upload your audio file that you need. You can um, we use Libsyn, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N, and you can use uh, Anchor.fm as well. Um, and these these hosts, or you upload a link, and that creates an RSS link. And you can connect that link to, you know, to Apple Podcasts, to um, what is it, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, all all the different apps that are out there to listen to podcasts, and you do that once. And then and then those platforms will regularly, you know, call on that link and see if there's a new episode, and so it will automatically be uh, updated on every platform. Okay, so you have one source hosted by some sort of website and from there it's just distributed to all the platforms exactly so you don't have to upload it on each and every platform no 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 that would be it's actually just a link to your host exactly yeah and if you use anchor.fm they they even do that automatically um everything so you you just record the audio you upload it and then it's everywhere Okay, and you need to paste the show notes somewhere, I would guess. Right, right. You paste the show notes there on your host, and mm -hmm. these are all saved, you know, within that link. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that sounds easy. I was thinking of, oh, my God, you maybe need another freelancer. 
who is just uh, distributing it on different platforms or writing different show notes, but uh, that sounds really easy to yeah, do. it is. And another question, if you just listen to a lot of podcasts, each and every podcast has a nice intro. Mm. So you hear some sort of music, then you hear a short introduction. Mm -hmm. You have this for your podcast. So my question is, should you invest in a really good intro intro or uh is it okay just to download some free music and uh talk a little bit to it what's your opinion on this i think i think what will differentiate your podcast um and make it memorable is not the intro but the the content and the questions that you ask so of course you can't have you shouldn't have a shitty intro but um for example we we just bought a melody online for i think 20 20 bucks um, that we liked that was we thought okay what do we want the, the atmosphere to be we wanted it to be you know engaging with a, a little bit of beat and and we put that on and we didn't even mix in any you know special effects or, or anything i did i did search a lot for special effects online and then i tried to put something together but it's more work if you if you think about the work you put in and and what what you get out of it it's not it's not because of that that people would, will return to to listen to your to your episodes. So I my philosophy is to keep it really really lean and simple and and you know buy a melody online um or or download one that you can use for free and then uh yeah and then put more work into into preparing preparing each interview. Okay. Because yeah. If I'm thinking of the intros of all the podcasts I'm listening to, just one comes into my mind. This is one of uh, the guys called Calvin Hollywood. Mm -hmm. He's actually a photographer and he has a really special intro with a voice uh, talking about his keywords like photographer, Instagrammer, yeah. and uh, a nice melody in the background. And this is somehow catchy, really yeah. catchy. Yeah. So that's the reason why I was thinking of maybe hiring someone on Fiverr or uh, another freelance platform mm. to do something cool. But yeah, you can do that. I checked. I checked that out as well, uh, and I found. I I can't remember the the name of it, but I found a a website that does exactly that. It just does intros and and for for podcasts, and it's really nice. You can choose the the voice, male, female, high, low, and and melodies and special effects and so on. So, and it's not that expensive. Okay. So probably for a hundred bucks, you could, you could buy an intro like that. Okay. Well, that sounds nice. Maybe I have to think of, or just, just Google it afterwards. Yeah. And for me, it's always a question of how much content you should put into one episode and mm -hmm. that's resulting in a podcast length because I'm listening to different types of podcasts. Mm. Sometimes I see podcasts that are like 90 minutes. This is really huge. And it's difficult to follow sometimes. Mm. And I'm following other podcasts that are like three minutes. They're yeah. like more just to give you some impulses and maybe start uh, with a good mood into the week. Mm. So 
how do you think of is a good length for a podcast? That really depends on what you want to 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 share on that on that episode. Um, I mean, you definitely are more free to create long form content than with video or or blog because it's way easier to consume uh, a, a one hour uh, podcast episode than a one hour video or or a ten thousand word blog. What 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 would you do? You have any ideas? What type of content you would like to to share? Yeah, I would think we would keep maybe two same things we do on our blog. We're blogging a lot on our experience regarding IT projects or how you can push your organization to be a leaner, a more agile organization. And if we are doing some trainings, we do reviews from the trainings. So how it was, what was the training all about? Mm. So especially for our customers or maybe people who are not our customers yet, but maybe in the future. So they get a lot of free content. They can maybe improve on their business life and business projects mm. through our content. So this would be something similar to not go into this interview direction, mm -hmm. maybe just really trying to deliver some content uh, of the blogs we do actually. Yeah. Um, personally, I would, it's, it's for me, it's a bit of a mix of what you want um, to convey in terms of content and also understanding what your customers um, like and, and, and want. So you say you already have, a, have customers. I would, I would try to figure out the, the, a good length for your, for your episodes by just starting out, um, trying to always try to cut out anything that's not important, of course, uh, and then just put that out and get feedback from those customers. I mean, if you, if, if they're already customers, it's going to be easier for you to talk to them and, and share that episode and, and get them talking about it and, and give you feedback on, on the length. Um, for, for, for us, for example, we just we we go into the interview and we tell the we tell the um, we tell the guests that it usually takes about an hour and it can go from 35 minutes to an hour and 10 minutes um we've had very different different types of guests some some go into more detail some are shorter you know and we we kind of let it go where it goes if if we feel like there's a super interesting topic that we want to know more about in the interview, we won't not ask the questions because it's way more valuable to have that than to cut, you know, the the interview short, uh, ten minutes. Um, so yeah, it's it's a bit flexible. I don't I don't know if there is a perfect length for a podcast. It really also depends, yeah, on on what you want to convey. For it, for us, one hour is is pretty good to 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 go to a level of questions with the founders that that uh, other media outlets don't go um and that really provide value to our listeners but if you can do the same you know if you if you, if you say we want to to uh talk about a, an event we had or, or a workshop then you could really go super short 
you could go these are the three uh three results and that's why that's important or i don't know but there i would it's like a product right this content this episode i would really i would really try to talk to when you if if you can talk to your existing customers that's a huge advantage um and and try to figure out what what is good for them yeah because it would be nice for us to really reuse our content multiple times so as you do you as i understood you first do the podcast and afterwards you derive a block from it yes and in our case we now have a lot of uh, blocks so it would be the other way around mm -hmm. so we would pick a blog and actually talk about the content of the blog or maybe extend uh, it a little bit by our own opinion mm -hmm. so we could use the blog as the base of at least i would say the first 40 or 50 of our podcasts yeah that's amazing yeah yeah because i know people they are do it the same and i'm really impressed because they started with a podcast they did it afterwards they just took all the audio files gave them to a freelancer mm -hmm. they just wrote it down and then they released a book and the book was about i would say 500 pages and first you see this book you're like oh my god you're you're like a writer or what have you done and then you hear opinions like oh my god he's written a really huge book and one friend of mine was just buying this book and then he was like you know i'm listening to it, his podcast of this guy and it's it's just word by word all the podcasts <laughs> And this was the first time I was like, oh, my God, this clever and really smart guy. Why do you need to have, uh, like, multiple content you do? Yeah. You can actually do the content once and then just derive a book from it. So Exactly. Wow. Okay, smart. Mm. Maybe something for you. <laughs> yeah, well, think about it. We have 20 episodes, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have, I don't know, 50 episodes or something, you could really just... Yeah, printed as a book. I would you never know. First book. Yeah, the the first book you have would be actually an easy piece to do. Exactly. So you could just uh, give the work to someone else. So written yeah. by someone that's, in the Philippines. That's something I I'm really thinking of maybe for our company. Yeah. Because if we do our blogs, we always need to post them on social media mm. because we did a few experiments. If we don't push it on social media, we just have not that much visitors for our blog. Yeah, so how is this for the podcasts? Is it really important to advertise the episodes on social media? Or is it now that you get really organic hits by just doing it on the podcast platforms? Uh, I would say it's as important as as doing it for your website as doing seo for for your website the build it and they will come doesn't apply in this case either um so of course you can you can optimize your your keywords on your on your show notes and and your blog posts um, but that also is a very long-term um is a very long-term strategy um that will pay off when when you get a name that you know that people know and they search for you or they search for terms that you that you rank for 
Um, but distribution is super important. So important, in fact, that uh, so we're two people, and we've just a couple of weeks ago decided that I will continue producing the the episodes, and Michelle, my partner, will fully focus on the distribution. Okay. Um, which for us, as you know, we're, we're it's not a business. We're not making any money, so we're we're uh, we're using free uh, free channels. Uh, also social media, of course, but I would say is it's as important. Okay. So yeah. if you don't push uh, via social media, you just don't get any downloads or at least much less downloads than you would get. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, and I mean, social media is just one channel. Yeah. We're, 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 for example, look, I mean, we have that format where we interview people so that that helps us on social media. We can tag them. They can share our content. Um, but we're also talking to to other communities that are interested in our content, mm -hmm. which you could also think about. Your content is not not just for your existing customers, but for other people. And, and you could think about where are these people gathering now? Um, so where can I, yeah, where can I find them? And for us, it's, uh, for example, through accelerators and, and incubators, um, they can offer their 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 startups in their in their batches they can offer them exposure through our podcast and they in 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 exchange will will share you know uh, our podcast or that podcast episode with their with their email subscribers for example okay yeah so that's a, a nice thing to exchange your users or your audience so they exactly. have a really high reach okay yeah and how did you choose your topics so how do you focus that people don't say oh my god you're just another entrepreneur podcast you have some usp where you really try to focus on or how do you choose your topics yeah i mean it 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 started with the with the wish of us we wanted to open up the black box that is entrepreneurship and help and inspire more people to start their own startup or you know just just do the first step in 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 trying to realize the idea they have or the many ideas they have and for us yeah entrepreneurship is, is was was and still is this black box you see you know you see mark zuckerberg and elon musk and so on and it these types of content that are very successful usually show successful people and how they achieved success. And that's what everybody sees. And where we try to be different um, is that we believe that this only demotivates listeners into thinking they're not that special uh, as, as Steve Jobs, for example. And this is why we go for entrepreneurs that basically nobody knows yet, or the, the masses don't know that they're, are at the start of their journey that haven't been seen online that much that haven't been on on many podcasts and this is quite an interesting group for us because big media outlets aren't interested in them yet um but their content is so interesting for for our target audience which which are people who don't know anything about entrepreneurship but have ideas and want to start. So they're really at the at the very, very beginning of the of the journey. And so giving them content from people that are two steps further is 
way more useful than than content from you know super successful um, entrepreneurs in our in our mind. So so that's what we tried to this this niche of you know at the very very beginning of of the journey of the startup journey. That's where we that's where we go, and others don't at the moment. Okay. And what's the feedback you get uh, if people are listening to your episodes? So we've gotten uh, different types of feedback. We've gotten feedback um, of some people saying, oh, why don't you focus on a specific topic like marketing or finance? And why do you focus on a on a stage, you know, in the startup journey? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was something we had to think about. And our argument for that or for ourselves is that there are so many marketing and finance and, you know, topic specific podcasts out there um, that we wouldn't add any value or any more value that there already is. Um, but others tell us that they they really like our episodes because they they really get a glimpse of what it really means to be an entrepreneur um, in different in different industries because we inter- we interview different founders from different startups. And it it really demystifies this entrepreneurship and and gives them the feeling oh these these people in these interviews they're normal people they some went to the same university as me and now they're doing that so maybe maybe I can do it and plus they plus they learn a lot because during the interviews we we explain you know um, methods that are mentioned you know lean startup or or design thinking or you know other other buzzwords uh, that are being used in the startup. Um, environment and tools and and so on. So they learn a lot as well. Um, so we had we at the beginning we were thinking what's what's our podcast going to give the listener? And if you if if you want to be successful, it needs to be a, a mix of entertaining um, and and um, and it has to teach you something. So you need to you need to be a better person after that episode you need to have learned something and we try to be a bit of a mix you know uh teach the through those stories people learn a lot uh, we try to keep it light and kind of be funny and and yeah mm-hmm. and if we just talk maybe a bit about numbers with mm-hmm. how many listeners you started actually and to which number of listeners uh, you have uh, reached now Mm-hmm. So in the in the podcast world, uh, I had to find that out. You can't really know. They don't the, these tools or the the host where you have your your analytics. Uh, they don't show you the number of listeners. They just show you the number of downloads. So no no subscribers, but downloads. And we started. I'm just checking out my. Uh, the stats to to tell you exactly so we oh wait view all the stats i think it's not showing all of them so if we go oh let me see so it doesn't show me everything because we started in July and it's just showing me until October, but it it shows you per you can look at per day, and it's it's a very as I said it's a very long process. So you have days without any downloads, and you have a lot of days you know with between 
zero and ten downloads. And then when you when you put when you publish an episode and you we publish a, a, a post on LinkedIn and we tag people, then we can get up to forty downloads in in one day. And it goes it, it goes it really goes up and down and up and down and you you see a very slow trend upwards. But you, you but you see it. So we've been we've been on it um yeah, what was it, August? Yeah, five months now. And we had a we actually had a one month break. Um but if I show you so we're almost at a thousand downloads now in total. And we're we have around in, in last month we had two hundred fifty downloads. And we're growing we're growing our our goal is to grow with fifty percent per month. So next month I think we'll have we have 115 downloads and it's a third of the month has gone by. So we'll have over 300. The goal is to have around 380 downloads. Okay. So the only KPI you are able to track is the number of downloads at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you can also track um, reviews mm -hmm. you know, on the Apple or on any, on any podcast app. You can ask for reviews. Um, we have a couple of, of reviews and you obviously what the first thing you do is you ask friends yeah, sure. to listen to it and give a review. Um, that just gives you, you know, a little number of reviews. So in the future, um, we'll, we'll definitely try to, to improve that. That doesn't lead to more downloads, but, or yeah, you can't really track it. It doesn't push you more on the, on the podcast app, you know, further up or, or anything. It's just a proof of, of quality when, when new people find your podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it helps connect. I have a number and see, ah, okay, it's, uh, it's good rated. So this uh, is it's worth to listen to, actually. Yeah. Have you ever so, tracked your ranking in a podcast group, maybe? Because a lot of people are always uh, telling that they are number one in the economics ranking of Apple podcasts? No, I haven't. We haven't looked into it at all, actually. Okay. We're still learning, which yeah. is good. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is very good. Um, no, we haven't, we haven't done that. But uh, I don't expect us to be very high yet because we're pretty young. Um, but I'll definitely check that out. For, for, for reviews, something that I, that I read up on and maybe is interesting for you there's a lot of podcasts just asking for a review hey if you like us please leave a review uh most people don't leave a review because what are they getting in return mm -hmm. uh, nothing and so what works better if you is if you can uh if you can link that review to some kind of uh a reward or you know, if you can say, hey, if you leave a review, we'll send you that piece of content or something exclusive, mm -hmm. you know, something that that gives value to the to the person. So for investing, you know, two minutes of their of their time, they get something back and that works much better. Yeah. So we're working on, on developing these, uh, you can call them lead magnets for for reviews or uh, so we're working on developing something that is interesting for people and and that uh, that we might use for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's 
that sounds good because otherwise people are like why should i leave them a review i'm not a friend of them so yeah there's no reason yeah, yeah. all right so uh i would say that's really much and really cool information i got from you and we really need to think about uh, how we will do this in the future maybe uh, do a small strategy where do we publish the content first and how mm -hmm. can we derive maybe a podcast of it we also thought about videos and yeah. last but not least i would say the language is essential in the end so in our case i would say it's more a german oriented community we want to reach yeah but uh, even though you need to speak high german as a swiss guy yeah if you're speaking swiss german then your audience just uh, shrinks maybe to just 10 percent yeah and it's the same in the podcast so if you're speaking high german as a swiss you could actually reach austria germany and switzerland so exactly. the audience should be a bit broader than uh, yeah yeah definitely the we so yeah that's also one criticism we got why why are you doing it in, in english uh for us it's really we want to to go to the whole of europe mm -hmm. and and create content for for a european for future european entrepreneurs so that's why we stick to English. Yeah, that sounds feasible, actually, because yeah. our audience and community should be German speaking. If mm. they are English speaking, it's it's okay. But uh, we are focusing mainly on Swiss customers, and if yeah. we could gain maybe some customers from around the border, it would be also fine. So I think we would stick to German in this case. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's, I would I would definitely recommend for for you guys to start a podcast, and mm -hmm. I would not, I would not make it too much of a big, you know, project. You can go very lean. I mean, we're we're using this 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 app now that that you're you're somewhere totally different and 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 i'm i'm in the mountains and we're recording and you know you can you can delegate the you can delegate most of the work mm -hmm. and and really really go lean and you know buy a buy a cheap audio and and have a podcast set up in a week okay. so i don't think you need to you need to invest a lot and you can always change things you know if you don't like your intro you can always change it and it's fine and nobody will you know hunt okay. you for it yeah, so maybe we should just start in uh, reading through our blog and maybe pick uh, one or two cool blog posts and just talk about them. Yeah. And uh, this would be like the MVP of starting a podcast. Yeah. And, and we just look what happens. So this should be a, a feasible start and maybe an easy start too because we love to just not talk about things. We love to do things. So yeah, doing is our favor. So this could be a cool start. Yeah, exactly. The, the the only important thing is that you you're consistent. Yeah. So if you do two weeks and then you do nothing for a month, then it you could have just done nothing, and saved and saved that time. Yeah. So it's it's quite a commitment, for just from the length of it. You know, we need to do this for at least a year. 
um, to see some results. Are we ready to do that? I think that's the most important question. And if, if, if everyone's ready to do that, then you can work on optimizing the time you invest, you know? Yeah. And you can yeah, really do that. Now, uh, 10 people in our company. Hmm. So uh, if we just uh, distribute the work and recording a little bit, each of them could actually record a podcast. If we do it every second week, this would be around 25-ish podcasts. So each and every one would need to do two and a half. So yeah. that's actually easy, yeah. I would say. So we should, yeah, definitely. We should and really yeah, I think I mean another another way just 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 share what we're doing and maybe it it, it helps you. Um, so what we're doing now is we visit the founders individually in their offices, mm-hmm. and this takes a lot of time. So it takes you know maybe half an hour to an hour to go there, and then the same back, and then the hour being there. So we also thought, okay, how can we reduce this? And so there's two two options: doing it like we do it now remotely, which appears to be super efficient um, and and good quality. And the other thing is what we're going to try out is to just set a date every two weeks, reserve a room somewhere and invite the people to come to us. And Mm -hmm. we record, you know, hopefully five to six episodes in one day. And that's it. We're done for the month. Yeah. So this would be like the episode day. So, uh... You're just doing a lot of work focusing on one day. Exactly. And that, I mean, for you, you have all the content in your blog posts. Um, you can you can just sit down one day, uh, two, two people or whoever, and then just record. And then you could have the 50 episodes uh, or 25 uh, in a day. And then you, you let someone else uh, transcribe it. Uh, and that's it. And do the show notes and... Uh... Selecting a hoster and do the intro and the outro and uh, that's it. Exactly. So we are fine, yeah. Yeah, I'm really motivated, I must say. I thought it's um, much more work. So I was a little bit uh, scared that uh, we just put more work on our shoulders. But uh, as I see now, actually, we could do it really lean that quick. So we don't need to talk a lot. We can just start doing it, actually. Exactly. I mean, there's always the planning fallacy. We always think we will do something in an hour and then it takes two hours. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, <laughs> you're starting off a good point already. You're, you know, and you'll learn with that after, you know, after one month, you'll, you'll be way, way more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Because we are huge fans of really doing things and then review it and then decide because yeah. otherwise you're just assuming things that yeah this will not work because of this and that but exactly. if you never try it it's totally useless so we always try things first and review it and then decide what to do that's attitude super yeah i wish more so, people did that <laughs> thank you very much it was a nice interview the other way around <laughs> yeah i'm I'm on the other side this time yeah so uh i hope we reach a lot of people who maybe try <laughs> to do a podcast on their own so uh 
we could Definitely. answer uh, their questions uh, as you answered mine. So yeah, I mean, as I, there was, it's a huge time saver, saver for me. There's other people, you know, interested in in that topic, and I'm really glad you agreed to to do this recording because it, it it saves a ton of time for me. I can just share that content with with those people, and it's a lot of value to them as well. Uh, for you to have prepared all these questions, and so thank you as well. Yeah. You, you're welcome. And uh, you can just link my company in the show notes and uh, then we are just fine. <laughs> all right. All right. I will do that. I will do that. So uh, each and everyone can reach uh, the the blog I'm talking about. So Exactly. We get exactly. Some... Now they're curious. Now they're yeah, curious. Now they're really curious. It's like, oh my God, they do a lot of blogging. What is this all about? So uh, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. They'll definitely check it out. Okay. All right. So thank you. and. Thank you. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Startup Stories. I hope you got some value out of this one. I know I did. Being on the other side of the microphone exposes me to speak in front of more people and share my thoughts, which is always a good exercise for me. If you want to ask me more questions, I have just launched a new WhatsApp group where I answer each and every question people ask me and share content I don't usually share on other channels. Just click on the link in the episode description to join. Stay nerdy and see you next week.